This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. Well, Matt, it's Friday. It's game day. We're game back day. in the studio. It's yep. Out to Pastor. It's going to be an exciting show. It's that day everybody's been waiting for all week. It's Friday morning. <laughs> it's, it's time for Out to Pastor. Yeah, especially our listeners. In Nepal. Especially, we want to give a big shout out to our, <laughs> let's just say, our growing audience in Nepal, shall we? Yeah. You know, what a remarkable story. We learned last week we had a number of followers in Nepal and, and other international countries. And other other yeah. countries. But to think that in one week, one week, we doubled our market share in Nepal. That's who can do that? Who can do that? Who would have thought we could have done that? Yeah, no but one. You know, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> no, you go from one <laughs> to, to two. two <laughs> that's doubling. You have doubled your market share. It's basic I'm not math. making that up. Nope. And that's what happened last week, folks. Out to pastor rocketed. When we were already the number one English-speaking show in Nepal at 11.30 on Friday from Henderson. Yeah, KWRD. And, and now we've, we've doubled our market share. And, and the size of that Nepal audience just pales in comparison to the size of the audience in the studio today. That's right. <laughs> we have brought in the troops, folks. No, literally, we've brought in the troops. We have called we, in the reinforcements. Yes. And we're going to need them here today for the big show. <laughs> Join us in the studio today, folks. We've got a distinguished panel of experts. Yes. Distinguished. Distinguished. With Not a- extinguished. Not extinguished. Distinguished. But distinguished. <laughs> here to share with us some exciting news about events coming up in the county. Colonel Ron Franks, welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. Welcome. All the way from, join us all the way down at the... Uh, from Ron, Ron Franks International. <laughs> RFI, the Ron R- Franks International Airport. That's correct. Ron, and Ron, you brought with you a couple of guests to help us out today. You brought I Jerry do. Teague and David Webb. I did, I did. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Need the backup. And thank you all for your service. The Colonel brought his Marines. Oh, yeah. We, we, three Marines in here. That's how much trouble we got in last week. They brought in the uh, troops this week. I think it was because we cracked that international audience threshold. Oh, that was security. For sure, that was it. It had, had to be it. <laughs> I think we had to call in an air boss. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is bad. We did, folks, we just learned that term before the show started. I just think it's exciting to be an air, air boss. Air boss. So I don't want to be an agro business. That's what Levi needs to go into, be an air boss. Air boss. Yeah. So, I don't know what all it does. It just sounds cool. I don't know what <laughs> Who cares? It's a great title. Apparently, it's dispatched to monitor really mediocre radio shows that reach beyond the <laughs> That point. air in Nepal. Air, in Nepal. air boss. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we did have a big show last week, though, and we are going to claim a little credit for the success of the Renaissance Club shindig last week <clears throat> at the Civic Center. Yeah. Well, we should. We had Sarah Knott on the show. You know. We had her on the show. We had them on the show last year to promote it. It was a big event. This year we had her on. It was an even bigger event after we went international. As a correlation, so, though. I don't know that we had many many guests at the Shindig from Nepal, Sweden, or the United Kingdom. But, you know, we had the invitation out there. They could have made the trip. And it could have happened. So, uh, you know, we did No one says audience. it didn't happen. No one said it didn't happen. <laughs> and we did double our audience last week. So who knows? It could have had Exactly. Something. Thank you. So big shindig success out there. They raised a lot of money. Go to a lot of good causes. Um, 
That's a good thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fun. And you went over to the uh, Taste of Russ County, didn't you, on Tuesday night? Yes. We had a, that, that was a great shindig, too. Yeah. We had over 400 people. Wow. We're, we're still getting the final count, but it was huge. Uh, 25 agencies there that United Way supports. Uh, I don't know, about 15 restaurants. It was, it was a great event. It had the Bruise Brothers. Oh. They're always fun. It was a great time. So the shindig, the Taste of Russ County. I mean, what more do you want? Now, now uh, an air show coming up. As featured. As featured on Out to Pasture. On Out to Pasture. With the air boss. With the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Friday night was a big, big night, too. I was out of town. I know you had you were covering Carlisle, probably. Yeah, I was Lions. out of town Lions. in New Boston. <laughs> well, that's right. You went to New Boston. Yeah, not Old Boston. Yeah. Did well, you confirm it was the Lions up there? It, it was. And, uh, and they picked Carlisle for their homecoming game. Yeah. <laughs> from what I'm told, they thought that would be the easiest. Easiest game for them to win. I, I would hate to have their schedule. <laughs> you know, we had that experience with Henderson up at Pittsburgh several years ago, when we had that yeah. really powerful team with <laughs> yes. Tristan and with Kendrick, and, and then um, again this year we went over to Jacksonville to the Tomato Bowl, and on the way into the parking lot, I saw this young lady with a corsage. And I said to myself, surely that's not going to be homecoming. <laughs> but yeah, they had the homecoming court out there, and it was uh, it makes for a long night. Sad night for them. Sometimes they need to work on their scheduling choices, I think. Well, the Lions will head down to, to Rusk tonight, take on those always dangerous Eagles. We'll get to that in a little bit, but I think that'll be another good good night for the Lions. Now, I was not at, Matt, the uh, homecoming game Friday night because I had to run up to Fayetteville because it was – Parents' weekend, and more importantly, it was Dad's Day right. up there on the yeah. campus. So I had to be there with Ellen. And this once you know, when you've got a bunch of kids like that, and it becomes Dad's Day, it's a whole different environment. So, oh yeah, there was people. There were dads everywhere, and we were all <laughs> dad wearing, jokes were flying off the wall. <laughs> yes, we were dad jokes. We were the dad jokes. We were all wearing the wrong shorts with the wrong shirt. With the wrong shoes, we were all wandering around, and the, and the girls were grabbing us and said, "Dad, go over here. Dad, don't. Dad, go over there. But Dad, you can't sit there. Dad, and most more, Dad, you can't say that." <laughs> yeah. It was happening everywhere, and kids were posting posting things on social media. Like this, Ellen was giggling and showed me this one girl had posted a little <clears> video, <throat> and it said, uh, "Come on in and make yourself at home." And the girl walks through her apartment, and as she comes into the living area, the couch is there, and there's a dad just sprawled out, you know, with his feet on the floor, and he's laid over on pillows looking up at his phone and says, just make yourself at home. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, the dad jokes were flying everywhere. My favorite moment of the weekend was that we went to the Razorback game on Saturday night. And without getting bogged down in the details of the game, Let's just say we had fun. <laughs> Nobody was seriously injured. It's kind of a rice. That's how we used to review games at Rice. We'd say, well, we had a good time, and nobody was seriously injured. So, <laughs> so it was a win. It was a win. <laughs> Razorbacks are starting to get in that category. But the, the kid catches the ball. He runs in the end zone right in front of us, and we could see his name on the back of his jersey, and it said his name, his last name was Knox the Third. So his jersey said Knox and three Roman numerals. And I turned to Ellen and I said, you see that, young man? She said, yeah. I said, you know his name? She said, no. I said, his name is Knox, Knox, Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it's not a great joke. I wonder if he it likes... It was a dad's weekend and it was a dad joke. Yeah, I wonder if he likes Knock, Knox, Knox jokes. Surely he does. <laughs> so I, later I asked him, I said, hey, Ellen. She said, what well, I say? Knox, Knox. And she said, who's there? And I say, Knox, Knox, Knox. <laughs> 
<laughs> or knocks, knocks, knocks. Who's there? And I say, touchdown. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> but that that's was the point. That's the whole point. That was the point. But, you know, as it turns out, I wasn't alone on the dad jokes last week. No, you weren't. Because you were rocking it, too. Well, sometimes you have to show the kids how it's done. I agree. And so we have this, this family group text that has expanded. My brother-in-law's in it, uh, Levi's girlfriend, Savannah's boyfriend. So it went from family and associates, you know. Family and friends. Well, Levi's girlfriend sent a message to the whole group. Actually, I've never found out the whole story because I just went with the jokes immediately. But she said, I got hit with a remote. True story. Hit with a remote. Hit with a remote. So I was concerned about her. And uh, I sent a text back immediately. And I said, that's not even remotely funny. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then I asked her, was it a universal remote? Because that changes everything. I, I, and I thought, you know, the remote could be charged with battery. It could be battery. <laughs> yes, it could be battery. And <laughs> or it so, could even be recharged with battery. It, or even recharged, yeah. <laughs> and so then they tried to get in the game, and, and basically I was the master, the, and, you know, I was the kind of sensei, yeah. and they were the grasshoppers. Amateurs. So, but you know, you got to teach them somehow. So. <laughs> well, that's awesome that the Dad's Day kind of spilled over. All the way from Fayetteville down to yeah, down to Henderson, County, yeah. just all around. Maybe in Nepal. It's just that, it's that when that magic is in the air, that's what it is. <laughs> it was fall. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what we do. We're going to take our first commercial break, and we come right back. Colonel Ron Franks and his ground support forces yeah. <laughs> are going to tell us all about the upcoming fly-in out at Ron Franks International. And, Matt, we're going to get some scoop on the kickoff of the annual Toys for Tots Toy Drive. Yeah. Is this America or what? America. Man, fantastic. We'll right back more out to pastor. It's KWRD 1470 and 98.5. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. Some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come no, I'm risking the internet. Was in Bombay. Was that Nepal? <laughs> I think it's actually in India. Where we it is. We do have a listener. We do have a, a listener, a number of listeners out there in uh, Bombay. We'll give them a shout out this morning. Extend a special invitation to them to join us at Russ County International Airport for the annual fly-in. Ron, we ever get any planes come in from Nepal, Sweden? Maybe not Sweden or Nepal, but we do have several airplanes coming in from Mount Pleasant. Well, that's close. (laughs) (laughs) 
Could be, could be. I mean, it's, sweet it's my close. Way Mount Pleasant. Well, maybe that. Maybe that. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that. Oh, much difference. I mean, and you know, about, it's a whole different country up there. And, and as we know, Mount Pleasant's nearly to Paris. Almost. Oh, there you so, go, so, France. So we're international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're international. Absolutely. And that's helpful because Ron, we have been working here on building our Western European <laughs> audience, and we need that help. We need that help. Yeah. So that's good that we have that tie in yeah, today. Sure. With the flying. So yeah, tell us, Ron, right. what's going to happen? Are the flying's going to be when? Mm-hmm. What What can we expect to see down there? Fly-in is uh, Saturday, October the fifth. Uh, we have we have bands, a band, a really good band. It's uh, Sheila and the Cattle Cats, uh, which is a widely acclaimed band for the area. Wait a minute. Yes, sir. Sheila and the Cattle Cats. That's it. That's the one. You're, you're going to have nothing to out. say. I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready to come now. You got to be. I mean, so what kind of music are they? The they're, ones? they're a crossover, uh, okay. crossover band, country, and they they do jazz. They do a lot of different things. They're a good band. I've heard them. Wow, so it's a good band. Well, that sounds like fun. So they'll play the they'll, will they play the hanger dance. Uh, no, or they come to the actual fly-in. The fly-in. There'll be uh, a free concert at the at the fly-in for that. We've got the uh, flying uh, the uh, Falcons formation flying team again. Uh, they're going to bring six to eight aircraft out and, and do a formation show for us. Uh, but most of all, we've got the support from uh, Scott Glover and the Mount uh, of the Mid-America Flight Museum. He's got about 55 aircraft out there, and almost all of them are significantly historically significant or unique aircraft. I mean, he's got he's got a stable like I have never seen in my life before. And he tells me that he's going to bring as many airplanes down as he can fly, find pilots to fly them. So if either one of you want to volunteer, yeah. maybe you could fly a Corsair Ooh. down or something. <laughs> well, I, I've flown a plane before. <laughs> no, no. I have. Well, we, we yeah. The takeoff in D.C. Yeah, that's right. Well, even before then, I flew a plane. I mean, it was remote control, but... <laughs> I'll go ahead and pass your name on to Scott. And yeah, I'll do that. Maybe you'd fly one of those people I mean, how hard can it be? Down or something. You right? just pull it back and go. No, it's you pull it back and the houses get smaller. You push it forward. Yeah, houses get bigger. Exactly. It's just simple as, simple as that. bigger. <laughs> <laughs> do they, and do they move faster as they get bigger? You go by them faster as they get bigger, yes. Nice. <laughs> oh, gosh. So this Falcon squad is coming. Tell me about this. These guys are mostly either retired military or retired um, air, airline pilots or both. And most of them built their own aircraft. And their their vans, RVs, we call them RVs, they're, they're not recreational vehicles. They're, they're vans aircraft. And most of them built their own. They're small airplanes, uh, two passengers, uh, aluminum-made um, high performance. And these guys... Uh, they have flown all their lives. All these guys have flown all their lives, and this is kind of the way they get their kicks. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys are still active uh, airline pilots, and you know, when you're airline pilot, they don't particularly like for you to fly upside down or anything. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, all that luggage, you know, that's the problem, you know. So. so these guys get to do their flying like this, and, and they uh, they enjoy it, and, and this will be the fourth time that they've been to our, our little fly-in and or air show. And so all I have to do is give them a call and say, would you like to come back? And they just jump right on it every time. So 
they'll be back and it seems to be a crowd pleaser i mean the guys really like to see these little airplanes oh, yeah. fly you know smoke and and they're they fly real tight formations and they'll fly over the field and and change formations as they do and then as they go home they'll do the missing man formation which is always always good always exciting yeah it really it is. really they, seems like these guys have a good altitude <laughs> about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is bad. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> no, this is not bad. No, yeah. <laughs> this is it actually may, top of my game. Uh, <laughs> it may look like it's bad. It's, it's sound yeah. that way. Huh? We're, not, we're not too bad yet. We're, okay. we're still in segment two. Uh, well, so the Falcons will be here, and then I, I mentioned the hangar dance. Is that part of the program, or is that separate it, from the program? It's a little both, actually. It, it kicks off the, the, the – we'll have several of the pilots that are going to be there for the next day at the hangar dance, and so – it just kind of is a kickoff to our fly-in, and, and we tried it last year for the first time, and our deal was we just didn't know how many people to expect, so we planned on about 75, so about 150 showed up. That's how that and, Yeah, yeah. And thank goodness uh, we didn't have to do the miracle with the fish or the bread or anything, <laughs> but we did have enough food. But somebody's <laughs> got to run to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And we did that. <laughs> but uh, 150 about showed up last year, and it was a fun time because the Turno kids, believe it or not, uh, have a swing dance club out there, and they showed up and taught us old guys how to oh, do swing dance. Oh, yeah. And, and the band is really good. I don't know if you remember hearing them. They used to do the Lions Club, I think, um, um, every year. They'd do a, a concert, and they'd sell tickets for it. And these guys are really good. It's kind of like the pilots that fly the, the the Falcon flight because these are band band directors and instructors and people like that, but they really get their kicks, if you will, playing for the band in, so, in the swing band. So, like by day, they're like respectable members really, of their communities. Honest to goodness, people. Things like preachers and lawyers, and then they do <laughs> they have this hobby that's kind of silliness. <laughs> Yeah, like radio shows. <laughs> I, I I get them. Yeah, yeah. I get. Them. I can see that. Yeah, and that's what they do. But those guys know how to play, and they're really good. All right, so yeah. that'll kick off Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. We'll start serving at about six thirty on Friday night, and uh, Jerry Hill tells me he's going to start playing at about seven. Okay. So and do several sets, and he'll play till ten o'clock. No, I think, wow. that, and that's open week for the Lions, isn't it? Yes. All right, so there's that's, no excuse. Nobody's going to be no saying I'm excuse. at the ball game watching the band no or whatever. Excuse. You can come to the hangar and kick off the fly-in. That's at correct. the airport. That's all right. So that's a, that's a Friday night kickoff, and then what time on Saturday we get started? Uh, I I think that most of the airplanes will start arriving about nine o'clock. Now there will be some like the Falcon flight guys. They'll preposition on Friday afternoon. They'll be. They'll come in on Friday, and stay the night. Um, most of the planes from Mount Pleasant, the Mid American Flight Museum, will probably start arriving about nine o'clock. Is what I'm thinking. Then um, they start that. Now we have the Young Eagles out there also. I don't know if you're familiar with the program. Yeah, yeah, the Young Eagles. Right. I remember that because the Young Eagles, <clears throat> as opposed to the Bald Eagles, they also can fly. Exactly. The older guys. Exactly. So. <laughs> this is for ages 8 to 17. And uh, if they will go to our um, webpage, it's uh, just www.russcountyairport.com. They've got a um, registration form they can fill out for their kids. And also on Friday night, we're going to have their orientation for the Young Eagles. But the Young Eagles will start flying probably about 8 o'clock. So they'll be flying before the rest of the team starts getting getting here. And they'll fly from 8 o'clock to about 1 o'clock. And that's free rides for young kids 
uh, ages eight, eight to seventeen. And that's a big deal. I yeah, mean, that's, so uh, kids can sign up on the website and then show up at the airport and actually get to ride in an aircraft. That's that's a fact. Wow. And now yet, I'm sure you had turnout for that last year. Oh, we we have. Uh, in fact, is this is the fifth year that we've done that, and and every year we have had more people wanting to fly than could fly. But this year they say they're going to turn up with a few extra aircraft. And fly a little bit longer. So I think that whoever wants to fly gonna, is going to get to fly. It's important they sign up. So they go to the orientation the night before, which is Friday night, same night the hangar dance, but different audience, I guess. Uh, but they'll get uh, their orientation and they'll be told when to, when to arrive, you know, for their flight and that type thing. So it's important that they sign up. I'll send them a, um, email response telling them that, that I do have their child's uh, registration in hand, tell them about the, uh, the orientation that, that they need to show up to, and then they'll start flying about 8 o'clock on Friday morning. Uh, wow. I'm sorry, Saturday morning. Now, who, who controls all this traffic in and out? you got planes, it sounds like, coming in air, and taking off just air all long. We air really do, and that's a great question, actually. Uh, the uh, Laternal University has got a flight program, big flight program out there, and they have some people that are going to be air traffic controllers, and they're, and they're in class, you know, to become air traffic controllers. And we get that club out there, and it's the young traffic air traffic controllers. Now, it's an uncontrolled field, and all we can do is just be the eyes on the ground for the people in the sky. We can't tell them or order them not to do something, but we can advise and that's what we're, we're air traffic advisors, not controllers. And we've got a group of about 10 kids that come out there, and they've got radios and got a little stand at the end of the runway. So they're looking at the sky, and they catch the check-ins, and, and they try to coordinate the landings and the takeoffs to make sure they keep everybody away That would from probably be good advice to take. I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't yeah. tell you not to come in right now. But you probably but, but should. Another, but you, you know. may have a little conflict. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. They shoot the landing gear down. They, they do that, as a matter of fact. They check the landing gear uh, and let them know if their landing gear is not down right. Be good to what, know well, that's interesting he mentions that because there was just a news report that came across my phone here. Um, <laughs> it was uh, saying in light of recent, uh, of multiple recent uh, crashes of its airplanes, Boeing has announced a revolutionary new aircraft design. The aircraft's made out of rubber. Just announced today. Yeah, just announced today. It's made out of rubber. No. It's not. It's not going. To, I don't know why they're groaning. They, they haven't seen the news yet, so it won't crash now. It'll just go boing, boing, boing. <laughs> so even if your landing gear isn't down, you're okay. That's even bad for you, Matt. <laughs> I told you we would get to bad. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, you mentioned the young eagles and the and the old eagles. The bald eagles. The bald eagles, which reminds me, you know how to identify a bald eagle. No, let me know. All the feathers are combed over to one side. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, actually. That's not bad, is it? That wasn't bad at all. Yeah, that's all right. It's past the research staff. Hard at work. Hard at work. Looking for the best humor out there. 
<laughs> yeah, but we don't yeah. always find it. Yeah. But we look for it. That's right. <laughs> well, I tell you, let's take one more break. Ron, can you and your staff stay around just one more segment? Certainly. Let's get some more details and want to hear about this Toys for Tots kickoff as well. Plus, we got to do our game day preview, get everybody to go down to the stadium, watch the Lions take on those Eagles down in Rusk. Folks, we'll be right back. It's more Out to Pasture, KWRD 1470 and 98.5. This is Jamie Holmes. By now, you know I believe in playing by the rules, keeping insurance companies honest, and making my mama proud. But it's not all about insurance. At my office, we've handled car wrecks, 18-wheeler crashes, and oil-filled accidents every day for over 25 years. So if you need help with an insurance company or you've been injured in an accident, be like me and do what my mama says. If you need any help, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. has redeemed itself this week. You know what? Trey did a good job on that song. He's on point. Sounds just like Steve Miller Band. Was actually, I believe that was Trey Segura and his orchestra from the uh, the Hanger Dance last yeah. year. Yeah. It was a live recording. Yeah, out of his anger, Hanger out there. Trey Segura bringing it home on Fly Like an Eagle. <laughs> well, it's, they're going to bring it all together, Matt. What? We got you flying. We got you ball game with yeah, the Eagles. We're going to Fly Like an Eagle. I, I think the audience needs to know this little known story about Ron. Oh. I forgot. Now you've got some, yeah, some inside I did some research here. Oh. David and Jerry, down. David and Jerry, y'all need to know about your your colonel here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the toys for tots, Jerry? Yeah. All right, hold on to that for one second, because I want to hear more about this toys for tots. We're going to kick that off at the fly-in, right? Yeah. So November 1st is the official day. Official day. But it kicks off the, the air show well, We're going to get it They're started going to the air show Kind of get it out there. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Because all the Marines are there. So. Right. Because there's Marines toys for tots. With the air boss and the ground boss. I think I need to come up with an organization of it gifts for Golson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But so here's the story on Ron. That, that I think y'all need to know about your colonel. Uh, it was during training exercises one day, and there's this lieutenant who was driving down a, a muddy back road, and he encountered another stuck car in the mud with the colonel. His name was Ron Franks. He was at the wheel. <laughs> and the lieutenant asked, Your car sucks, sir? As he pulled alongside Colonel Ron Franks. Okay. Nope, replied the colonel. He uh, came over. Handed the lieutenant his keys and said, yours is. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, that's a true story, right? That actually happened. Yeah, it actually happened. I mean, I, that's what the Internet says. Yeah, that's what the Internet says. So it's got to be true. 
Yours yeah. is. The version I heard was that the Jeep was stuck, and Colonel Ron Frank said, Call Jerry Wallace at 903 657 7271. Ask featured on Out to Pass. Well, Ron, now the theme for the fly in this year, as always, is a patriotic celebration. That's right. We're going to honor some veterans. We've got some historic aircraft coming in. What else can our veterans expect on Saturday? Well, we've got some pretty unique dog tags that they can uh, they identify themselves as veterans, and they'll get those free of charge. Uh, Leo Gonzalez is going to have a veterans table there. If they've got an issue they need to bring up or are you know let him know about he'll take he'll take it and take it for action actually right there at the at the flying uh we'll have um airplane rides for veterans um courtesy of the mid-america flight museum don't know what airplane that'll be yet and he won't probably make that decision until the night before if i know him well and i do (laughs) (laughs) and it'll be uh you know we'll have the flags around and just make sure that the veterans feel honored i want them to know that there we're want to know that they are they are appreciated and we appreciate the service that they've given for our freedom and, and just want to make sure that we we have that That's we're awesome. proud of them. yeah we yeah, are absolutely yeah I, I love it but also it's it's these veterans they give so much but they also continue to give even after they retire after they serve they're out there collecting for the toys for tots like Jerry was talking about. That's right. It actually starts November 1st. That's the official day. It's official kickoff. But the kickoff at the air show is kind of gets the word out. And you, I yeah. guess they would accept toys that day. We can. Um, mostly donations that day, but uh, whatever. You'll okay. take anything. We'll, we'll, take, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. Unwrap toys. Unwrap toys. Yeah. Also cash. Yeah. Yeah, and cash. <laughs> now, for, for our listeners abroad, uh, we're going to need to bring American dollars. Yeah. We're going to need to bring American Dollar, dollars. U.S. So, dollar bills. So plan ahead for that when you make your trip to Russia. Now, 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 David, you're, you're quiet over there. How long have you been involved with uh, Toys for Tots? Uh, been involved with the Toys for Tots since it started with this league, uh, the Marine Corps League that we have started here. And that's been about, what, three years, four years? Three, three years and it's quite an operation it really gets involved with the paperwork and the follow-through and making sure the children get their toys because yeah, you don't want mad children they need their toys <laughs> no no yeah. they tend to do a lot of crying it sounds like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys will collect the toys david then how do you distribute them out to the kids uh they have to write in uh on the internet their needs for the children and it's the needy children that we try to give the toys to the ones that don't have a father in the home the homeless yeah jerry's passed us a note with some inside information you do (laughs) collect toys november the first Distributes toys December the 5th, I think that is, 2019, Russ County Airport, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wait, so y'all distribute the toys at the airport, too? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. So the families will will let their needs be known online by applying... To the family, they will have a picture of them online when they put it in home. 
Okay, so they're given an appointment. Toysfortots.org. For Kilgore and Russ County. And then request toys. Request toys. And then you tell, ask you about three or four questions about your kids. Answer the questions you about your kids. What kind of toys they like and what they like. And we'll distribute from that from our, all our toys. We have distributed out there at the airport. All right, so you'll, you'll provide all the information online so that you guys can match the toys to the kids yeah. that need them. Yes. Well, and then we'll distribute them at the airport. Each kid will have a bag with a number on it. Okay. They'll right. have a ticket for that number. When they come pick them up, they go with that minute when you get that man and give it to me. All right, so it'll run like clockwork. When you show up, there'll be a your child will be assigned a, a ticket number. Yes, sir. You'll have a ticket. There'll be numbers on the bags with the gifts that are matched to that child. Yes. And the family can pick up their gifts there at the airport. Yes. Well, that's a fantastic yeah, that program. Is, that is awesome. And it's been growing every year. And we give bicycles as well. Oh, bicycles is always a good Like gift. I said, yeah. gifts for Golson. Gifts for Golson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, James Holmes Law Office, 212 <laughs> South Market. <laughs> Well, guys, that's great work. Ron, can't wait to see the get a report on the event. I know it's going to be big. It always is. And we'll look for, to the skies. We'll see some folks coming in on Saturday and flying around town, won't we? We will. That's going to be really we'll, cool. We'll do it, though. David, Jerry, thank you guys for your service. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for the toys, for Todd's information, and all you guys do for our community, for our kids. We appreciate you guys. And we're proud of you. We're proud of all three of you. Thank you. Proud to have you on Out to Pasture. Yeah, now, it's uh, game night. It's game night, so if you guys can break away from all that you're already doing, make that short trip down to Russ tonight. We're going to see the Lions take on those windless eagles. Yeah. But always dangerous, man. They are. Always dangerous. Always dangerous. Because those eagles are always Bald there. eagles. They're very talented. <laughs> Did you just say they're, talented? They're talented. Oh, my. <laughs> talented eagles. Mm. Oh, okay. Lions are coming off a big win last week against center. Put up a lot of points again. It's two weeks in a row they broke the 60-point mm-hmm. mark. A lot of offense from the Lions. Defense seemed to tighten up last week. So we'll see if they can continue that trend tonight and, down in Russ. And last week, Carlisle was at New Boston. New Boston had their homecoming. Carlisle ruined it for them. The ruined homecoming. You know, this week, though, is Carlisle's homecoming. Sims uh, Bowie's coming to town. Uh, and, and we feel like the tables will not be turned. They will not be turned. Carlisle will be victorious. Successful homecoming. Yes. All right. I guarantee it. And if we have more time now, I will tell you, at my office, folks, and we're working on this, but there is some exclusive footage at my office of a powerhouse Carlisle football team dating back, Jerry, what year? 1961. 1961 Carlisle Indians. We have footage, folks, I am told. I haven't confirmed this, but I have been told that the video recording includes a 100 to 2 to 6 Carlisle victory from 1961. Is that right, Jerry? 102 to 6. 102 to 6. And that record still stands. I would, I would suspect that it does. <laughs> it, might, it might fall tonight. It may fall tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's going to about run us out of time for this week's episode of Out to Pasture. Appreciate you joining us on the air here in Russ County, Nepal, Russ County area, Nepal, Sweden, Sweden wherever UK, you listen. We appreciate worldwide, it. worldwide. Jerry, David, Colonel Frank, thanks for being on the show. We'll see you out at the airfield. All right, folks, it's out to pasture. We'll see you next week on KWRD fourteen seventy and ninety eight point five.